believe it or not, as soon as Rhodey is over, we're already talking about next year. I'm Doug Deloney on this edition of The Next Stop, handling big crowds for the rodeo, spring break, and beyond. How Metro Rail prepares when big events roll into town. The Next Stop. The Next Stop. The Next Stop. Metro's podcast. Today on The Next Stop, we welcome Metro Rail's Eddie Espinosa, who helps head up special events planning for the rail system. That's a very simple summary of your title. Welcome, Eddie. Well, thank you for having me, Doug. Absolutely. Thanks for taking the time. I know you're very busy this time of year. Uh, What's your position and your title at Metro? I am the Assistant Superintendent of Special Events and Construction Coordination. Okay, that's a very, very long time. (laughs) (laughs) I've worn many hats in in rail operations. Uh, Current position um, is handling special events and activities, a project along the rail system, football games or the Astros events at Minute Maid Park or Dynamo Games at uh, their stadium, events in the theater district, parades downtown. Internally, I work with our various internal maintenance groups um, to get their maintenance activities done on the, on the tracks, on the signals and communication, traction power, uh, when it comes to construction coordination around the rail system. So I go from the, the games and the parades to construction right. activity and projects. And so you stay very busy because, you know, we think about Texans games, okay, Sundays, you know, usually. Uh, We think about the world's largest rodeo, the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. But then on the weekends and overnights, even when rail service usually is not, there's a small gap, you know, a few hours overnight where rail service is not running. But that's not long enough to get everything done, either if it's a metro rail construction project. It takes a lot of coordination, right? You stay very busy probably seven days a week. I enjoy what I do. Um, I, I have a, you know, a very good uh, connections internally and externally. I work with so many different groups. So I have to be able to, you know, work with these these entities internally and externally. And, and it's great because I've, I've developed some really good uh, working relationship with all these our part, our community partners. Let's go to let's go to the rodeo, the rodeo season kicking into high gear. Um, how soon? I mean, how early in the year or did, did the meeting start last year with the rodeo people when we're talking about getting the rail ready for rodeo patrons? Believe it or not, as soon as rodeo is over, we're already talking about next year. So wow. uh, it, it's, it doesn't stop. It, it, the last day of rodeo on the 19th uh, of, of March, uh, within a week or two, we'll, we're already talking about how this ro- the rodeo went. And then we'll start talking about making mental notes or sh- sending emails back and forth about, hey, we need to put this on next year's uh, to-do list, right? So, Because there's always room for always. improvement and there's always some kind always. of change? I, I, I will say that the... Um, uh, the Houston Lifetime Show and Rodeo and Metro, us, we, I think we always reevaluate how we did uh, in, the, in the event. And we always try to see, you know, what can we do? You know, what can we do better? You know, what went well, what didn't go so well. And we try to plan uh, to improve on that. So, yes, no, it, it never stops. The, the, we talk, we have a hot wash right afterwards. Uh, within a, a week or two, we're already talking about the, the next year's and, and, and um, what, we, what we plan to do. Of course, we move on to other, you know, events, but it, it starts right after rodeo. Right. 
It's hard. It's probably hard too, especially uh, with the pandemic. And you know, we had a year where the rodeo was was cut short, and then we had a year that they skipped, and then they came back. It's sometimes hard to predict the demand that there will be for the service, especially because we have spring break right in the middle of the rodeo as well. I mean, how does Metro prepare for either a, a huge amount of crowds that we didn't expect, or how do we prepare for you know the fact that okay, maybe not as many people will show up as they did maybe ten years ago? Well, Doug, I'm glad you brought up spring break because. Uh... That's, that's like having an event on top of, of the event. Yeah. Uh, the way uh, <laughs> one of the uh, rodeo executives put it uh, in one meeting we went to was that every school district between Houston and San Antonio is taking spring break the same week. <laughs> and, they, <laughs> and they will travel. Uh, and they want to so, go yes. to the zoo. They want to go to the museums. Uh, right. They might want to oh, go yeah. and just even if they don't go to the rodeo show itself, uh, they might right. go to the carnival. So red right. line, the red line especially stays busy. Correct. Uh, uh, you know, we we had a meeting just a few days ago with the Houston Zoo, the HPD, MPD, uh, the TMC police, uh, TMC's uh, operation folks, uh, because it affects the TM, Texas Medical Center as well, and, um, and 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 the museum district, because it's not just zoos; all the museums and all the right. in the area that get saturated. And Monday through Friday of uh, Spring Break Week is, is, is particularly busy in the Herman Park uh, Medical Center area. Um, and HPD, the city of Houston, MPD, collab- they collaborate, uh, they coordinate their efforts, and they, they have a pretty good traffic plan. And that traffic plan covers the, the footprint of that entire area. Uh, and not just the zoo or the medical center, but they, they cover the footprint goes from 288 to 610, to 59 they even you know that's in that's part of their traffic plan right so it's not just just the local streets it also they, their plan includes the freeways surrounding the whole area so it is very uh very um i don't want to say complicated but it's it's controlled chaos but a lot of, a lot of admit, moving pieces <laughs> yes i have to admit that the city of houston uh our 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 special event folks with uh, HPD and MPD, uh, along with the zoo and all of the community partners. It's so many entities we deal with. I, I forgot to mention the mayor's office of special event. They 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 communicate with me on everything. They call me on Eddie. We got this going on, and you know we 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 collaborate. Even wow. though it may not be the rail system, they still communicate with me. And say hey Eddie, uh, and I tell them send me everything, whether it's near the rail system or not, and I'll decipher it. Because sometimes. They can have an event that's a mile away from us. However, the traffic flow may cross us. Right. So, you know, they may have some out on Allen Parkway, Illinois Tinsley Park, which is almost a mile away from the, 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 the our rail system. However, people have to park near the rail system to get to the venue. So there's a lot of so, coordination then for things that aren't even directly in, you know, involving the rail system. <laughs> right. It's not even close to our footprint, but because of the size of the event or the location we get the traffic part of it we'll get the vehicle or the pedestrian traffic most people i would say 95 percent people don't don't they don't see that part of it and i think we we as uh, personnel who work in the special event arena you know that's what we do we plan and because we we don't want people to notice we want them to come and yeah. enjoy the service you know, is there it's running yep. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and that's, we want them to to enjoy it and not you know is there traffic yes there is is there are there delays absolutely but anybody who goes to any event if you go to a baseball game you, it's going to take time uh, you go to any any game any event uh, 
you're go- it's going to take time getting in. It's going to take time getting out. And I think most people understand that they just need information. Right. And that's what we try to provide them information on where to park, what time this is, one time that closes and stuff like that. That's what people need. They get that information. I don't think people mind being delayed or as, as long as they anticipate it and it doesn't look like it was an unplanned event. And I know people Correct. can go to, you know, ridemetro.org forward slash rodeo. We have right. most of our big events right there on the homepage. And of course, if you, if you haven't signed up for service alerts, we encourage everyone to sign up for service alerts. So that way, if there are any unplanned issues, you get a ding on your phone for whichever route you plan on taking. Um, I was going to ask you what's something surprising that, um, you know, most people might not realize happens behind the scenes. But you just talked about that call from a, a week or two ago, I was on that call uh, with all the entities involved, you know, I would say there were probably 40 or 50 different people on that call. And like you said, Houston police, Metro police, special events from both sides of that. We had museum personnel on there. Uh, we had the medical center on there. The medical center always has some kind of construction going on. It's ever growing. The driveways are under work. So we have to make sure that Metro police and Houston police are not directing people down a road that's going to end up being a dead end. So many moving parts. You talked about that controlled chaos element. I think it's amazing what um, you know takes place. Is there anything I think people would be surprised to know about Metro Rail specifically during a big event? I mean, do we put extra trains on the track? Do we have extra operators on standby? Well, when we have these, uh, when it comes to rail operations, uh, you know, during the week we we, we were in a six minute headway uh, Monday through Friday, usually from three thirty in the morning to about seven p.m. and then we transition in the evening to a twelve minute headway. And what is what does uh, headway mean? headway that's the interval between trains i'm sorry okay okay and um and then uh so at seven to between 7 p.m and 9 p.m it's 12 minutes between every train and then from 9 p.m until the end of service it's 18 minutes however um what we try to do in the evening times uh after 7 p.m is try to insert extra trains to try to maintain the six minute headway interval between trains um to the end of the event and so, although we transition to a 12-minute interval or 18-minute interval, when the, ev- the, the event is over, we try to take insert those, those additional trains to increase capacity to handle the crowds that are exiting right. these events. So that's something that we do. It, it, it's, it's planned, but not planned. Um, so specifically, but, it's kind of like you might have some trains lined up near Fan and South, right. ready to roll one after another when the concert lets out. You Correct. know, people get out of Chris Stapleton or whatever at the rodeo. There's going to be a big crowd coming out. I think I've been in that line a few times, and the train does it. I mean, one leaves and the other one, you know, and it's yes. nice to have that flow because, yeah, every six minutes or every 12 minutes probably wouldn't work out too well when you have a special scenario like that. <laughs> that's that's correct. And and then, of course, we we uh, normally our late uh, our evening service is over by 1130, the last trains. But during special events and, and uh, like the rodeo uh, or concerts or football games, we will run what we call late night service, meaning the last train will depart uh, from Fantasau going northbound at 130 a.m. Uh, and um, that's to be able to clear out the event and make sure we don't leave anybody behind, particularly the workers. We've got to think about the workers too. A lot of people don't give, think about the workers at these venues. Yeah. That are at energy running the rodeo or cleaning or whatever. Yeah. Yes. And, and they, they have to go home too. And they don't go home till after the, the, 
the attendees go home, right? They, they have to close up. So we run the late night service to to make sure that we don't leave no one behind. Um, and we do the same thing for the weekends uh, as we do during the week. Uh, so, you know, and, and we try to put as many extra trains out there as needed um, for post event for sure. Because uh, we want to get, we want people to have a good experience, not just coming to the event, but leaving as well. But we should say, though, that if people are going to, and I know we kind of touched on this earlier in the conversation, if people are going to the rodeo and you get out of that concert, especially a big star, expect you're going to have to wait in a line. I mean, there's going to be a line at the platform. Give yourself some extra time. Just be patient. Expect it. Uh, for me, I always expected it when I was simply a customer and not an employee, uh, but I still appreciated the fact that I didn't have to park, and it only cost me $1.25, you know, as opposed to the $50 parking lot right there next to the stadium where, guess what? Those people are waiting in line, too, just to pull out onto Kirby. So, you know, teach his own, I guess, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. Um, I don't want to take up too much more of your time because I know you're super busy right now. You got to take a lunch break at some point, right? Uh, is there anything I missed? Anything you want to add? Maybe something you want to tell cust- uh, Metro customers about, you know, how much uh, Metro does for them on a day-to-day basis, uh, not just well, during special events. You know, we we try to run the operation day-to-day just like we run a special event. We want the, We want the best interval we can maintain. Uh, six minute, 12, whether it be six, 12 minute or uh, 18 minute, uh, we want to make sure that we are consistent with that service, whether it's just normal revenue service or special event service. We want to have that consistency. So that's the, that's the, the, the main thing that we try to do is to have that consistency there. Awesome. And uh, I just want to say uh, from the communications office here working for the press office, thank you uh, to you, Eddie, and everything that you do for Metro. And of course, uh, all of our operators, our cleaners, uh, and the list could go on and on and on of, of all the people that it takes to keep this operation rolling, a uh, special event or not. So thank you so much for that. Okay. I would I, let me I, let me leave it with this here. Uh-huh. Go and ahead. You're right about the people in the background. You know, rail operations, you have your various, it takes a lot to run the train. You have your LRV maintenance crews. You got your facility maintenance that take care of our platforms. You got your track department that takes care of the tracks. You got your signals of communication that wow. take care of our signal. <laughs> you got our traction power that takes care of the traction power department. There's a, those are five different maintenance departments that they all have a specialty. And those are the, they, those are, to me, are the unsung heroes. They, we got our cleaners that every night wow. at 8 p.m. they start cleaning these trains and they, they, they'll spend the six, seven hours cleaning these trains, preparing them for the next day's service. So these are, there's so much that goes on in the background and most people just see the train and the operator. Right. They don't see everything that goes on in the back. Right. So it, I, I, my hats off. My hats. I want to give hats off to those guys because they're the true unsung heroes for sure. Thank you so much for that, and thanks for joining us here on the next stop. Yeah. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for having me. Thanks again, Eddie. That wraps it up for this edition of the next stop. Thank you to you as well, the listener, and all of our Metro riders out there. As a reminder, you can reach Metro's awesome customer service team. Call or text seven one three six three five. I'm Doug Deloney. If you'd like to check out more episodes of this podcast and subscribe, you can find all the links you need on RideMetro.org. As always, drive less and do more with Houston Metro.